previously on Getting Dicey. It's quite strange. I think this is like a really strange feeling of being back here, um, knowing what went down when you left here previously. The absolute methodical slaughter of, of every mongrel folk. <laughs> hey, oh, the pregnant the euthanasia oh. that we performed with great sadness and sorrow in our hearts. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's very strange to be back <laughs> here. And the gate- Honestly, it is the worst thing that my character has ever done. It was yeah. right here. Let's throw the DM a bone and say we're all triggered as f- right now we're yeah. all stuck trying no, you're spontaneously right. at the magnitude of the memory of what we remember now cloven will be the shaking one you'll be thinking we've come back there <laughs> <laughs> walking out of the uh room to the south is the abbot yeah some some people have been saying that i'm more beautiful than even you <laughs> well it's interesting you say that i have been communing with the morning he, told he thinks me, i'm more beautiful well he told me that you'd be needing my help. And he told me that now is the time for myself to reveal my, myself. <laughs> As he's saying the sentence, there is just a golden glow that starts shining off his skin. Brighter and brighter. Whoa. As this brightness grows, but you can see the form of these enormous wings taking shape in from behind him and the glow subsides just a little for you to see in full view the abbot standing in front of you i am the nameless i am and he bows an angel so like even a beauty then (laughs) (laughs) getting dicey So just to set the scene here, uh, the abbot is now standing. There's still quite a glow coming off him. It's not as bright as it was. It's died down. You can see his true form now. Um, and he he looks he looks angelic. He looks amazing. Yeah. Um, We're amazed. Cool. That's what I wanted to hear. American's well, jaw is practically on the floor. It's, I, I did not expect this, to be honest. I knew that he was like an impressive guy that could bring people back to life. But I did not think he was literally an angel. When he said he was talking, I'm going to say to him, when you said that you were talking to the Morning Lord, I didn't think you were literally talking to the Morning Lord, but... Oh, my God, it's just dropped for Morley. <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> it seems you were. Uh, yes, yes, I was. What does he sound like? <laughs> Uh, he, he mentioned like last last time you asked him what it was like to speak to the Morning Lord directly, and he mentioned it was just like this glowing warmth inside his, his mind and his and his soul. So there was messages. Yeah. Are you getting any hints or anything? Like, <laughs> is it looking positive or? Um, he he says the gods often speak quite cryptically. I'm not sure if you've spoken to one yourself, but. They don't no. often give clear instructions. Speaking to a god is confusing. It's, it's difficult. They find it hard to communicate um, with anything that isn't a god. Right. And, and you yeah. must be close-ish. Yeah, you're to... like a demigod. I've got an open line. Uh, that helps. But it's still <laughs> quite cryptic. The, he, but I, he mentioned I'm that... Jealous. He mentioned your turn. 
he mentioned that you'd be needing help, but he didn't didn't really get into what was going to be needed from me. Oh, I. Uh, what should I call you? Your Holiness, or? Uh, I'm. Uh, it's been a hundred or more years using the name Abbot, so just I'm okay if you continue with that. All right, Abbot. I I feel that's undercooking it for your your holiness, uh, but um. I, I appreciate that, Molly. Um, but I I do need you to know that I I'm showing you this form. Uh, I, I haven't shown anybody else this form, and I shall probably not be showing it again anytime soon. I just needed to show you what I was. Uh, oh, understood. But I have a, a question, Abbot, if I may. Please. You're, you're a morning lord. Uh, who would be the diametrically opposed force to the morning lord? Is that one of the dark souls, or is there a, a, like a... Now, what was the... Um, that is a good question. There's the Morning Lord and the... There's another one that... The, the, the Night. <laughs> Mother of Night? Something along those lines. Yes. I just don't have that information on me right. Night Mother. <laughs> night Mum. Night Mum. Just Night Mum. Night, mom. <laughs> night Court. Mm. <laughs> 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 That's the one. Thank God. Uh, I'm trying to see if I've got that information. I think it is just Night Mother, yeah. Mm. So Night yeah. Mother must be a darker power, a darker being. Um, I don't have much to do with her, to be, to be honest. It's just a name and stories. As much as the Morning Lord is to the people here in uh, Valaki and Barovia. I'm amazed. We, the angels don't really intermingle. Mm. You keep to oh. yourselves. Okay. Mm. How long have you been in? Movie. Around. What? No. no uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're angels. How long have I... Oh. What? Sorry, Baron? How, how long have you been <laughs> in Barovia? How long have you been on the this plane of existence? Are you always here? Mm. Or you, do you used to live in... Uh, Morning, heaven. Ryan, um, you're pressing him with too many questions and not enough so No, no, it's, it's they're, they're good questions. I you're just quizzing the poor uh, thing. I just need to make sure I've got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I see how it is. Um, American, you might think this is kind of normal in a way because you come from a, a an ethereal land as well, which I yeah. blows me away. I don't understand it. So, so uh, he he explains because you've heard a bit of his story before how he came to um, uh, Kretsk with the idea of helping uh, cure or tend to the physically and mentally ill, cure them. And obviously, it went down a very dark and twisted path. Um, so he doesn't know exactly how long it's been now, but it's been over a hundred years. Um, and he was sent from the upper plains to to honor the legacy of Saint Markovia. Saint Markovia being the name of this the abbey. Right, so the power of a saint brought him here. Uh, well, the Morning Lord sent him down to to sort of take on what Saint Markovia had been doing. Holy sight! Yeah. Okay. It, I I won't keep pressing. I'm I'm sorry. You're right, Merrick. But um, one final thing: um, is you you're an angel. Do you have any sort of powers or abilities that we wouldn't know about? Um, flying your wings 
Uh, yes, yes, I, I can fly. I can commune with the Morning Lord uh, directly. Um, you've seen that I have the ability to raise the dead. Um, but there's something, there's something about <laughs> Barovia. I, no, no, I get what I, I get. What you're saying when you when you pull that face, Baron. The there's something about Barovia that corrupts corrupts my ability to raise people completely. Oh, there's something. It there's something ah. here in Barovia that seems to bring some form of madness to those I I raise. Like Dimitri's boy. Unfortunate. Yes. Why, right. why don't you stop doing it then? Why don't you just tell people <laughs> powers are on the blink rather than bring back these sort of you know self-aggrandizing assholes? <laughs> well, they're not always assholes. Sometimes they come back completely mental. So, well, that's that's better. Gotta keep rolling it, does say it? Yeah, the devil. Um, He's like, if I keep doing it, one of them will turn out well. Come on, he says, but uh, but I have obviously not been doing that. That is not something I, I tend to do too much of. Um, it's about a month ago, though. But do you have anything like you know, like something that would be helpful against stride? You know, like lasers or sun <laughs> sunlight sun why don't sun. you get why don't you next time strad's walking down his path why don't you get the morning lord to shine a big ray of sunshine down on him uh, i that's it's not really how gods work morley they they tend to let free will reign um forgive me uh it's very new to i've never had such a close encounter with such a Third kind. A being before your holiness. Um, there's, there is, uh, obviously, Bill was mentioning needing some assistance. Is that right? Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe if you, maybe if you detail what sort of assistance you need from me, I can, I can inform you on whether or not it's doable. Something. I feel like Bill would explain it in a really charismatic and cool way. Okay, what would he explain? He was here. <laughs> We're missing. Um, yeah. Yeah, he'd... Hopefully we're doing yeah. this justice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please go on, American. What? What is it? <laughs> Bill seems to be tongue-tied right now. He's all sweaty. I think he's a little shy. It was a long trip. Let us cut to the chase, O oh Celestial One. We, are qu- we require your assistance. We are planning a massive battle raising forces against Strahd. It's going to be a battle for the ages. Many will die. But with you on our side, surely we will prevail. And uh, how is it you were wanting... What were you wanting from me then? Join us on the battlefield. Exactly. Divine intervention and what was the other one? Joining us on the battlefield. Maybe swinging a massive sword of light or something. I don't know. Swoop down. Um, And flying around. Again, lasers could be an option. As you mentioned that, he puts his arm out to the side and just materializes this bright golden mace um, in one of his arms just materialized out from his, his um, arm and it's glowing with sort of a radiant aura. Fantastic. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, that'll do. Uh, Bill mentioned some sort of clerical group that uh, you're amassing. Is that is that right? I think yep. Bill says, says something very charismatic at this point also. Do you want to fill in what those that might be? I'm, what I'm trying to get is no. at the moment you guys have already sort of discover, discussed with Lucian what uh, you're here for, but you haven't really discussed that with the abbot. The abbot has no idea really what it is you're wanting other than maybe a mace on the battlefield at the moment. But is that is that why you're here? Mm-hmm. As, as players, we should be asking him to sort of like help lead the holy army and inspire them right is that what bill would want you think yeah and yes. he has to come to dinner he has to come back to Velaki, to the church to, to like, you know that's wasn't right. wasn't lucian sort of saying like he he was preparing a room for the abbot and that was going to be where they launched their barracks from i think that sounds sounds right i'm not sure if the others remember yeah, that he, but yeah that's right he kicked out um, poor, um, what's his face? Milovic. Oh, the grave digger. Robber. He's like, get out. <laughs> it's an easy decision. Easy decision. Yeah, first in, last in. Oh, last in, first out. <laughs> it was like, he could show up, you know, any time. In a week's time. You just get out now. <laughs> Before we'd even left to go and speak to the abbey, get your bed rolled and fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, I think okay. the, the idea being obviously that the that Lucian was wanting some sort of assistance in in um, converting people into into people who can be sent out with uh, some sort of um, holy abilities. Um, yeah, so Lucian got a mace as well. Mm. So they're going to be. How do we? This is probably a good time to discuss. What do we think our plan of attack is? We've got a lot of help now. Are we doing a full frontal assault, or sorry, for, for those those words don't really fit together? These so nicely. Um, are we going to attack Strad's full frontal? Kill <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah. Should we get naked and? No. Are we going to attack his stronghold from the front, or are we going to distract? <laughs> Struggling so much right now. <laughs> I like to think this is what Bill's saying. <laughs> oh, yes, Bill's just like mopping his face. Behind. He's like, oh, do we go? Do we full frontal or do we get in the back? Go around the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot in here, is it? I can't swear to you. Such a big face you have. <laughs> um, yeah, but what do you mean? Is it, we've got enough people to have basically an army, and we could attack Strud head on with the. He's got his own army, really. Or are we going to, let's say, put in a bit of an army at the front so that Strud thinks this is the army? He puts all his forces there, and then we flank him or something like that. What do you guys think? I'm always a fan of a sneak attack, you might say. Mm. I'd like mm-hmm. to uh, draw Strad out into the open where he's vulnerable, but then also infiltrate Ravenloft. Yes, and we have a way of yeah. doing that. Without draw, draw his forces out and then sneak into his castle. Then lock right. the front door. Well, that, exactly. no, that's when he retreats. <laughs> 
he'll be retreating back into yet another battle. But we need to uh, decide where, which forces go where. Okay, so that's the... Yeah, we can definitely do that due to the... We can teleport into that centre of Ravenloft from anywhere. From anywhere? Yes. I just need, uh, oh, I think, right. ten minutes to build yeah. the circle. Yeah, ten minutes in the dark. Easy. Didn't we discuss um, joining the frontal assault while you prepare that spell and then surprising us, uh, surprising them by appearing in the castle? Yes. By disappearing from the battlefield? Mm, it might be know. tricky to time it because we all have to jump in at the same turn. <laughs> oh, right. Maybe not a good thing to do then. And, and, find, yeah, and find 10 uninterrupted minutes. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's doable. It's doable. Just put them in a cardboard box. Yeah. Yeah, in a, yeah. In a battle, <laughs> I guess 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes. So, mm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, and then you're right, though. Like, if he does retreat and he tries to recover and is little coffin or whatever like well, isn't there like some lore about his coffin I feel like in the book we got I feel like in the book there was something about where Strahd sleeps or something the book we got about vampires about where you can get to them where they're vulnerable remember when we were hanging out with your lich friend mm-hmm. yeah they're vulnerable in the in their uh, coffins right Right. Yeah, you remember that um, if the stake is driven through the heart of a, um, a vampire in its resting place, basically. Mm. Um, yeah. They're so immobilized, what? but they're like, cut, cut off. Yeah, yeah. So we need to do two things. One, we need to know when he's going to be in his place of rest. And mm. two, we need to arrange to be there at that time to fuck him up. Well, what I believe what was written in the book was that... Uh, while the vampire is incapacitated in its resting place, a state to the heart will immobilize it. So it's not... Uh, so take, yeah, take from that what you will. It may not just be sleeping. They may need to be incapacitated in some form. I say Does, just beat him up, honestly. Yeah, well, okay. this is what I'm wondering, like, as a player. It's one of the things about the particularly going up against a vampire that's hard is because we all live in the world and, like, know stuff about vampires sure, sure. in general. Yeah. Like, I'm getting mixed up with, all. Oh, what do I know about Strahd versus mm-hmm. what do I know about, like, actual vampires? So yeah, yeah. are we to take it that Strahd needs to sleep? Does Strahd ever need to just sleep or does he never need to sleep? Um, and there is some other reason why, why we would, why he would go back to his... I think... Slash bed. I think... Um... I think Shannon would probably know, or sorry, the Baron would know uh, whether the undead need to sleep or not. But they don't. Yeah. And he is very much an undead. Springs on that bed would be as new then, wouldn't they? (laughs) We we set a price on that one day. Well, we need to ask um, Petrina about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. Let's just say those springs are as new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never used, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, okay. Well, I think- but he does have a coffin. He has to go there for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. So I would say to recover from, although he recovers naturally anyway, or unnaturally, if he's damaged. So well, do we beat say, him back? Yeah, we'll beat him back. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And he'll, he'll get 
if he gets so damaged, I my guess is like if we if we manage to lure him out the front of Castle Ravenloft, we attack him so badly, he'll just turn into mist or something and waft back. Like a fart in a bottle. Yeah. Like a fart <laughs> escaping from a bottle. Down into the depths of the bowels of Ravenloft, fart travels yeah. and into his tomb. And that's, I think, where we and teleport. And we can, and when we teleport there, we can cast a stone into the fire and we can... There's a list of places to go. And I think... Yeah. One was One of them should be. the Lord sleeps or something, wasn't it? One was this is where the coffins beach. hide. Master's bride, magic's womb, Ma- master's tomb. That's the one, the last yeah. one. Yellow for the master's tomb. We're making a lot of assumptions here. Well, we should do a, a dry run. Okay. <laughs> All right. I like that. I like that. <laughs> what could go wrong? Like a Nathan Fielder style rehearsal. We'll build a scale <laughs> model. Oh, we've already got a scale model. Right <laughs> yes. Uh, but back to the Amber Temple. <laughs> yeah. Put your yeah. rug on. But I mean, if, if let's say he does escape, then that's where my first place to look would be the Master's okay. Tomb. Yeah. What do you think about you, American? Agree. Okay. Well, it sounds like you've all got quite the plan. <laughs> this started out as a player conversation and uh, sort of devolved mm. into us chatting while that while a literal angel stands by, like looking at his wristwatch, like. <laughs> oh no no no! The the the, the abbot has been uh, listening and really taking in the uh, the amount of detail and excitement that you guys have got in regards to this plan and how it might unfold, and he's he's quite uh, drawn in um, to the conversation. Um, and so, where do you need me? Uh, and and when is this going down? Week and a half from now. We're getting a we're getting a bunch of. Uh, what's your relationship like? Uh, just before I go on with any of more spurious detail, what's your relationship like with revenants? See, out of interest, we had a horrible time with them. I haven't had much dealings with them. We're getting an army of them. Okay, great. <laughs> He's on board. Yeah, we okay. That is a relief. It feels like you're bringing everyone together on this. One team, one team. Yeah. This land well, is overdue to expunge itself off Strad. Expunge. I, yes. I couldn't agree more, America. I couldn't agree more. <clears throat> I, that does bring up a point, right? So we're assembling everyone we can, but Strad's also assembling his forces. So which forces does it as werewolf people? Uh, just writing this down. Werewolf people. Is there none? Werewolves. Just plain wolves. Wolves. Yeah. Normal wolves. <laughs> Although that could be that could be offensive to werewolves to call them normal wolves. Uh, yeah, some, wol- wolves. Typical. Typical. Wolves. There's some dire wolves that are out there as well. I believe Common you've come wolves. across one of them. This big. Um, yeah. Oh, the we'll, pink we'll on a surfboard. <laughs> yep, he's on the team. Uh, we, we'll call it the normal, the normal wolves, neurotypical wolves, and then we've got the dire wolves, and we've got the werewolves. Okay. What else have we got though? He's Vampire got spawn. He's had vampires spawn crawling the land. Mm-hmm. His his spawn. Uh, Rahadine, who I yes. personally, 
I am very motivated to have his hat. And you can picture um, Petrina sort of nodding and smiling at the thought of Rahadeen uh, being removed from this plane. I like that I, turn of phrase. Yeah. I've written yes. dibs I'll write that down. for hmm. American. <laughs> dibs. <laughs> I shall remove him from this plane. I might yell that when I kill him. Let me write that down. Okay. Um, and are there, do you think there are other creatures at the same level as Rahadeen? Well, you're forgetting old uh, monster arm. One-armed... Isaac. Oh, no. yeah. He's got Isaac. two arms. It's just that one of them is uh, grotesque. One extra beefy arm. Like beefy. something out of Akira. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Or <laughs> Tetsuo. Yeah, mm. Yes, yeah, like with it. Like, well, when his, his arm drops out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> is there anyone else? I'm just trying to tally up what we can mm. expect to run into. Well, the, he the, controls. The, um, oh no, he doesn't. Never mind. Yeah, you, the, you've also not spent much time sort of around Ravenloft in general. So there's a possibility that there are things that you've never even come across that he has control over as well. Yeah, massive head drop from the from the GM. Shadow well, assassins. You're right, though. I'm just saying it's an unknown at this point. <clears throat> the dark souls will come to his aid. Are the dark ones? No. Dark no. Ones. no I think I think they're. Uh, they're they above just, that. Yeah, I don't know. It's like beneath them is he? They're like I'm not getting involved in these petty squabbles of yeah. <laughs> squabbles. They set yeah. people up, yeah. don't they, yeah. to get fucked over there, and then yeah. they watch. Yeah. Yeah. Watching. <laughs> Classic dark on behaviour. Mm, like, and Lucian. You, you and come Father to Lucian. us. Heuristic. <laughs> the Father Lucian. Father Lucian, does he watch? <laughs> he sets you up to get fucked and then he watches. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lucian. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to hear about it. He just wants to hear about it afterwards. And great dude. That's right. Yeah. That was weird. Um, and he sits. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't, uh, you know, Abbott, I know that you're going to go visit Father Lucian, but if he starts asking you about anything you've been up like that, just change the subject. Yeah, yeah don't don't tell him about the uh, the Bellevues. He'll really he'll really go to town on that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Keep okay. that to yourself. Mm, noted, noted. <laughs> um, so he seems to be um. On board. He's, he's on board. He, he understands that you're going to need some help back at the Velaki Church uh, in the lead up to this. Um, mm-hmm. He calls out uh, to Cloven. He just sort of shouts out, Cloven! And um, you can hear just like a, a scuttling down the stairs as Cloven sort of appears um, at the base of the stairs. And and uh, he says to Cloven, can you go downstairs and just and, and get that uh, that special bottle, please? And Cloven nods, and he's still kind of, he still seems a little drunk himself, and he sort of hobbles uh, down the stairs. Um, and you can hear him sort of rattling around uh, down, moving what sounds like moving barrels and clinking of bottles. Um, and he, he, then it's sort of all silent for a little bit, then a bottle psh, sl- sl- like smashes down underneath you somewhere, and then some more rattling of bottles. Um, and then coming running back up the stairs, Cloven appears with this uh, bottle. 
uh, a wine bottle in his hands. Uh, oh, and, he, and, he, and he walks over and just sort of like stops uh, in the middle of the room. Do I have cloven? Oh, here we go. Uh, and he says, here you go, master. And he's just, he's just holding it out in front of him. It's a special bottle, just like you said. And he's holding that out. Um, and uh, he just, he, the abbot gestures to the bottle uh, for one of you to, to take the bottle. Uh, think of this as a gift. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I, um, what does it say? Hurry about? over so eagerly. Are you not, you're not going <laughs> to go slowly over there? No, no, I, uh, faster than oh. is, that looks, it doesn't look cool at all. Oh, right. Okay, cool. You, you get closer to the, um, to Cloven in the bottle and you're taking Cloven in again now with that sort of, uh, cross-eyed weirdo baby head and the smell of, uh, wine on his breath. Um, and he's, he's sort of holding it up. Um, and, uh, as you, cl- as you get closer, the baby sort of notices you and starts to go and cry and Cloven's like, no, stop. As he's like, yeah. and you look at the bottle, and you can see that uh, it's got uh, a labeling over the front. It's a Wizards of Wine uh, bottle, and it's got Champagne oh. Doula Stamp. Um, Champagne Doula Stamp. Doula Stamp. <laughs> written as a as oh, a <laughs> as a label uh, on the bottle, and you get excited. This is like a bottle of the finest wine that um, that you could find in Barovia. And, um, but you notice, the next thing you notice is there's no stopper on the bottle. Um, and it seems to be empty save for a parchment that is, uh, inside the bottle. Oh. And, and he's... It's the prophecy, Baron. The prophecy, Baron. Get what... Uh, Molly's uh, getting overexcited. <laughs> he's, he <can't> <laughs> <form> <laughs> the prophecy? Uh, with the, I thought it was the a barrel. Wine, is it? Empty where the finest wine was once drunk. American, yes. you know the prophecy. Yes, but a knot and drop remains. Open it. Open it. Okay, okay I'm going to try and stick my finger around. The, the abbot is like around. really confused by your excitement. The abbot is just like, okay. Um, he's <laughs> and you, you pull out the parchment and you and you uh, slowly unfurl it, and it looks just to be a, a spell scroll um, for something called uh, the Hero's Feast. And he says, I'm not sure why you're getting so excited i just thought uh if we're all <laughs> heading into battle at some point i thought this might come in handy uh hero's feast it's, it's not what you i love the excitement and i should have seen that coming um but it is <laughs> hero's feast, guys. it's still good it's still good but it's not the prophecy never mind yeah this is this is just a, a, a um a spell scroll it's a level six uh conjuration spell um, that brings forth a great feast, including just magnificent food and drink. Uh, it takes about an hour to consume and disappears at the end of that time. And the beneficial effects don't set in until the hour is over. Up to 12 other creatures can partake in the feast. Um, and anyone who partakes in the feast gains several benefits. Uh, you're cured of all diseases and poison. You become immune to poison and being frightened. You make all wisdom saving throws with advantage. Your hit point max goes up by 2d10. Uh, and those benefits last 24 hours. Okay, this is good. Well, this um, is, so this is to have spell the night I... before. Indeed. We'll have to form a guest list. Uh, this is a spell I already have. Uh, does this mean I can use the spell scroll? Um, spell scrolls can be... Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, I believe so. There's uh, certain rule sets. We haven't really dealt with spell scrolls much before. 
But since it's a spell you can already do, that'll make it nice and easy for you. We can get into the rules around them. Um, actually, we can probably do that right yeah. now. No, I love rules. Now. So um, if the spell is on your class's spell list, but of a higher level than you can normally cast, you must make an ability check uh, to determine whether you do it successfully or not. Um, but if it's on your list um, of a level that you can do, yes, you can just cast it. You use the scroll instead of using a spell slot. Forget dinner with Strahd. <laughs> dinner with our finest compatriots. The night before our Sultan Strahd. Be much better than anything he could put on anyway. I'm sure of it. Yeah. I mean, I mean if we invited him, how much would that be uh, <laughs> a slight against mm. his... Uh, mm. yeah, you know, we wouldn't go to your dinner because it sucks. But um, <laughs> Yeah. How about coming yeah. to our dinner? It's better. <laughs> <laughs> just give him a few benefit extra hit points and yeah. he needs it make the final yeah. boss extra typical <laughs> yeah yeah um, the abbot says um, I've got a few other things I just need to wrap up here but I can I can head down to Vallaki uh, later and should be there by the morning um, amazing is there anything else you need from me is there any way that we can contact you from a distance um yeah, he I, he can he'll yeah. hand you like a little uh, messaging stone, oh. Sim- similar to what um, you were handed from Exathanta, except it's not his finger this time. It is just a uh, messaging yeah. stone. <laughs> I guess Bill can rub that one. Okay, and he'll he'll hand the messaging stone to Bill. Wow. Okay. okay great. But I think that's kind of that wraps up. Unless there's anything else you need from him, there's there's yep. uh, uh, it's still raining outside. Um, it's you looking. Gonna, I'm sorry. Come, is he going to come with us, or is he? Are you going to make your own way there, or do you want to tag along with us, or how are we doing this? Oh, like I said, I've got a few things I need to just finish up here, and then I can head off in the morning first thing, fly there directly. Right. What are you doing with Vasilka? Just out of. <laughs> I'll. I'll probably. This is some of the things I need to tidy up. I was going to leave this place to Cloven, but what do maybe you mean by leave. Maybe leave it to Cloven. You, don't, you mean no, like the, the the Abbey, not not Vasilka. I'm just talking. To, leave the no, Abbey. No, 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 and no. I'm no. definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely not leaving Vasilka to Cloven. No, no. I mean, when you say I'm going to leave this to Cloven, do you mean like you're, he's the caretaker while you're away, or are you talking in like That's final right. will and testament? No, 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 no. Like just looking after the place. While, okay, yeah. so you are planning to come back. Okay, good. That gives me a bit mm. more confidence. It did seem final to me as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it just no, no. Just, like you no, no, Ready I do plan. It's going to take a lot to, are you able to kill me. Are you able to leave Barovia? Uh, no, I'm... I, uh, come on. Strahd can't leave this place. <laughs> I can't leave this place. <laughs> he, he's just been the stuff going around. He's this all-powerful being. It's going to take a lot to kill me. Can you leave Barovia like any Vistani? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the Vistani can do it. So there's, a bit of, there's always well, an exception. Strahd has given them permission to leave. He's controlling the ability for yeah, them to leave. Yeah. He, hasn't but he can't leave. No, he no. can't. Which I'm is, sorry, I just thought that maybe honestly, the Morning that Lord seems like a that seems like a bit permission. of a weird loophole if he can just give people the ability to leave and he doesn't give it to himself. That seems... Yeah, if only you knew a yeah, literal god who might well, do something. It's the whole free will <laughs> thing yes. again. It's weird. Yeah. Free, oh, yeah. Cults do not work at the beck and call of just anyone, regardless of whether they're a celestial or not. Brian. Thank you, you Mirakin. I know Mirakin and Bill understand the ways of gods. I think 
I think the last thing that does happen is that I'm sure Bill would have like a few words to say in a very charismatic way. I don't know mm. what they would be. They would but be. But he would be very. Yeah. Oh, they'd just be perfect. Like, just imagine perfect words, and that would be what he would say. And I think he would um, be acting very formal and very, like, uh, respectful towards the god. And he would, uh, what's a good sign of respect? He would probably bow to him solemnly or something. Mm. What would be a custom in the morning, Lord Church? A little quick kiss on the on the lips, something oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> yes. Like a oh, a bit make a big hat. No, 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 like, like the sun's the sun. the sun. right. <laughs> oh. This is the symbol of the morning light. It's like, like a little heart, a little love heart. <laughs> okay. And so they're both, the Abbot, they're both Abbott and Bill <laughs> just sort of like make that little yeah. symbol at each other. Yeah. This is like the most respectful thing you can do in the morning Lord Church is like this. <laughs> and a little kiss. And a little and kiss like as a little, well. little one out of your fingers there. Like. Oh, the yeah. Korean one. Yes. Oh, I can't that. I, I mean, that's, I just, a less, that's a lesser sign of respect, but the full heart. Ooh. <laughs> I was, I was just gonna. The reason I was bringing up, can you leave Barovia? Is because if we're successful by defeating Strad, maybe you don't come back here. Maybe you can go back to meet the Morning Lord or wherever you want to go. I guess well, your, your fate's in your own hands after that. That, that is a, that is true. But I, I can finally now focus on why I was brought here in the first place. Things kind of yeah. went a little off the rails there for a little bit. <laughs> what a great way <laughs> to atone bit. once and for all for everything, exactly. some might exactly. say. Thank you. Not me. Yeah. Others. Mm. <laughs> okay. Right, shall we go? Well, <laughs> well, it's time we get those big spiders, right? And uh, <laughs> mosey on out of town. Is there anything we... It's really just a waiting game now, isn't it? Well, yeah, what is, get back, what is the next thing? Remnants. Is there anything else that needs to be done? Barry was Boss battle. Before when? Let's just do the boss battle in the second half. Before, the, before. before, <laughs> before <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do it now. Let's just do it now, guys. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you want to do in regards to uh, accruing? Well, like before we get into some sort of time skip montage. Uh-huh. Absolutely there is. Absolutely there is. Don't say rescue the children it? from the werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> already with that. Out. Screw them. No. You know I'm of what I always speak. against ris- rescuing children. <laughs> He's like, I cannot. No more kids. Oh, it's such a waste of time. You not want to hear from um, those little brats. Do they even have souls? When we rescued the girl from the bottom of the lake, she wasn't exactly, you know overcome with gratitude in a fucking stupid <laughs> family. Okay, so you're know. really hammering home. So that's it. One work. ruined it for all. <laughs> yeah. I'm just well, the, one, the one's from the um, the windmill. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, is there anyone else that we want to join our horses? Yes, sir. Oh, sorry. I'm practically scaling. You're forgetting the dusk elves. Oh, the dusk elves. <gasps> yes. Elves of the dusk. Them. Now you're on track, Molly. Yes! Sous-vide. Sous-vide. Yeah. Sous-vide in the dark elves. Mm. Dusk elves. (laughs) Dusk elves, yes. Big difference. Okay. (laughs) Let's head... How are we going to... 
I wonder what role the Vistani are going to play in all of this. I feel like they're going to side with Strahd and we're going to have to fight our way for, through at least a sect of Vistani. Yeah. Yes. And you think about, I, you just quickly, while you're thinking of that Vistani camp, like that night that you partied with them, there must have been 30 to 40 of them there as well. You know, all ages. Magic users. What kind of power levels they were at? They're probably about how much HP did they have? I mean, there were there were a variety. Some looked sturdy. Some looked um, a bit older and a little more frail. There were some kids running around as well. I'll take the kids. (laughs) Yeah, you and me, American. We'll go in and strangle the children by night. Um, We'll feed them to the spiders. Yeah, and then while the adults are mourning, we'll attack them. It's a very heroic story. This this is great. Okay, Are you measuring these kids in length <laughs> or in mental performance? <laughs> I'm measuring them in un- unused gratitude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. way up. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, be serious. Yes. I don't think the dust elves uh, will be. I don't think the Vistani will be taking kindly to us raising the dust elves against them. So I think we should sneak in under the cover of night and try to avoid a massacre of the Vistani who will surely object to their indentured servants leaving. Mm. Yes, I agree Um, with you, Mirakin. You're also well aware that quite often the Vistani are up at all hours of the night, drinking, partying. Uh, So knowing exactly when they might be asleep is a... it's it's, It's an iffy one. Damn, they've got chaotic sleeping schedules. <gasps> I know what we could do. We've got a Vistani friend. We can send, what's her name, Cassandra? No, um, Esmeralda. <laughs> Esmeralda. Esmeralda. We can send Esmeralda in. They hate her. She, I know, but not enough oh, to kill okay. her. No? No. Why no, don't we on. just... She stole one <laughs> of their horses. Only she... one or two of them wanted to kill her, but mm. one of them's now. dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's half the death, plan. really, when you think about no, it. I, what I'm saying is that we have kind of a, perhaps we could use Esmeralda <laughs> as a bait. It's like a distraction. Ah, okay. And Benny Hill Sounds around. Sounds so bad to say it like that, but I feel like Esmeralda is quite a capable fighter as well, yeah. and she could go in and cause a ruckus and distract them at least enough for us to kind of rally around the Dusk Elves with a pocket full of shit. I mean, she, she would uh, probably enjoy stealing their horses without even us asking. That's it. That could be the That's distraction. Esmeralda yes. could do a good old-fashioned bit of cattle rustling. It's a, no, it's a known skill. And you're thinking, and, uh, you're thinking back to your time at the camp as well, and there was just like a bunch of different draft horses and riding horses, uh, easily like a dozen or more horses uh, around the tents during uh-huh. your stay. Yeah, because if we get rid of their horses, then they won't be so effective at showing up at Ravenloft on time, etc. <laughs> Certainly not if they did. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that wasn't part of the plan. That was, yeah, that was, it was only in my head. Plans oh, the, the so only like, their horses are left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we could combine several tactics. We have magical, magical spells that can so confusion and discord among them also mm. and, and how many dusk elves are we talking Pardon? how many dusk elves are we talking here you 
think back. Well, give us a, I don't know, some, no, I'm just, I'll, I'll let you know. It's boring giving you a roll. 20. Um, there was like uh, one sort of guarding each of the like seven houses around. There was Savid. There was a couple extra outside Casimir's place. Um, and when you first got there, and they hadn't ever hadn't arrived back yet in time for the celebration, but there were a, a group, and you weren't sure how many there were, they were out looking for um, uh, Annabelle, the daughter, the girl. It was Arabelle, sorry. So there's, yeah, there could be somewhat 12 to maybe 20, somewhere you're not 100% certain. Wow, is At least that it all doesn't. that's left? That's it. Oh my god. Yikes. How hmm. many? Between 12 and 20. Oh, big range. Oh, because they've got no woman either, do they? So they do that not. number's not getting any bigger. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be uncomfortable <laughs> when we get there. Don't bring um, that up. When we see them, just don't talk about that, okay? Petrina's so a little back. sore for them. Mm. We'll have to ask her some probing questions about that as well. <laughs> do you tap any of these? Hmm? you tap any of this? <laughs> when we get there. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, let's... How do we get a hold of Esmeralda? She's... Uh, she's probably... She's in Velucky? Yeah, she was She was there for Velucky 22, uh, the great <laughs> voting night. 11-22. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, she's back in Velucky. Because the, the other thing is, you know, you are very stealthy. You could... Well, both of you are. You could just sneak in and... Say, so, hey, meet you at the back. We'll also yeah. do that. that. I guess my plan was that Esmeralda could create a big enough distraction so that we could then stealthily go in and draw out the Dusk Elves from their heart and quickly communicate, like, hey, there's an uprising. You guys are invited. It's cool kids only. <laughs> yes. Mm. We could poison all of their horses. We sneak in. We inform them of the plan. We have a prearranged signal that we send to Esmeralda for when we wanted to cause the ruckus uh-huh. then we've got the distraction when we need it okay let's do it this sounds great okay this, we'll go find Esmeralda I was going to say this conversation is likely happening on your way um, <laughs> out of the abbey and back down uh, towards Kretsk no uh, the, it's happening in front of the abbey we're not going to miss him and Cloven that's just so bored. They both want to die. <laughs> Standing there glowing. Oh. And they keep doing like social cues to like leave. And, like, oh, and, and. <laughs> yeah, he gets like slapping and rubbing his knees like, oh, yeah. Like rocking back and forth on his heels and toes. And then, and then, we'll distract them all with horse stealing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you guys step back out into the rain. You, you uh, get back to the uh, the carriage, uh, get on board, and head back down the uh, the path back towards Kretz. You're passing the same sort of similar people, bringing uh, timber and stuff back up towards uh, the abbey for repairs and further work. Um, and you get down to the bottom of the hill and make your way into uh, near the city centre. I guess what the, the town centre would be, which is almost outside of Dimitri's house. Uh, and you see a few people um, milling about down in that area of Kretsk. When you see in the middle of this sort of opening um, a tear in the fabric of this plane uh, just oh. open up. Oh, no. 
just whoosh, just opens up and it's all ethereal and sparkly. Um, it looks similar to the sort of uh, pattern that you'd see when um, needle would show up. But this one's a lot taller, a lot wider. And stepping outside uh, of this tear in the fabric of reality um, is a giant fiery horse that you know all too well. On top of Bocephalus is Strahd. Oh my with an, a very, very angry look on his face. And people now noticing what it is start screaming and gasping and running away and locking themselves into their houses. On each side of Bocephalus is a, a, a human that very much uh, similar sort of gray skin, pointy teeth, very vampire spawnish from what you can get. And there's just a calm and measured pace as they walk out of this tear in reality and it just zips closed behind them. What you can see on the back of Bocephalus is a sack that's kind of draped over the hind quarters of Bocephalus. Um, and Strad... Like a human-sized sack or a what? Give me an investigation roll. Sack roll. He just runs up and starts patting the sack. Like, what's this? What's this? <laughs> or maybe, uh, you know, investigation's fine. You're investigating with your eyes. <laughs> is it? Okay, there it is. Oh, net 20, 29. Yeah, that is very wow. much a human-shaped sack over the I back. I know of that ass anywhere. What human is in that sack? <laughs> you can't tell from, from your keen eyes exactly who's in the sack. But there is definitely a human shape uh, inside the sack. Um, and Strad, very slow, very measured, uh, says, Over the last few centuries, the playthings I bring into Barovia play my game. Some think that destroying the vessel that Tatiana resides in could stop me. Some of them think they're strong enough to take me on the moment they step foot in Barovia. These I enjoy, but this, and he gestures out towards this like purple light, like flashing over Kresk. I invited you to my home. I was hoping we could talk over dinner, and I was hoping that you would be able to see things from my point of view. Instead, you stole from me. So, I return the favor. And he just grabs one hand onto the sack and pulls it off of Bocephalus. And he turns, the fabric in reality just opens again. And Bocephalus with Stratotop and the two vampire spawn at his side step in. Um, and just before it closes, you can hear Strad, Tatiana will be mine. And it closes. Gone. That was Irina. I know it. I think he's mad that we started planning a dinner party without him. <laughs> <laughs> what an incel. Did you say that was Irina? What was it's I? It's Irina. I'm sure of it. On the, in the sack. sack. On, on Bocephalus. 
Well, Did he the, grab the sack and pull it off? It, he just he lumped it down onto the ground. So it's now just this human-shaped form wrapped in the sack oh. on the ground. Open up the sack. Where he was standing. I'm going I'm to like dive as fast as I can on the sack and start like trying to open it. You, you tear at the, the sack... Let's just tear away at the sack. Oh my god! <laughs> Shelf and style. <laughs> That's what I mean. um, just a random man in there. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? Oh, yeah. Never mind. Put him back in the sack. Yeah, you, you, you're screaming for Irina as you roll, as you uh, tear at the sack, and you remove it away from the face, and you are met with the face of Ismark, cold <gasps> and dead. I know it. I know he's going to be unsafe. Morley, you're there, right there with him. The other's a few steps back. It's his mark. He's dead. He's been killed. No. I feel like I'd pick the body up and start, like, running through the rain back towards the abbot, thinking that, you know, is there anything that can be done? That is a that is a big journey. You'd be probably having to get him into the carriage. Like this is a uh, adrenaline, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's the hero. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We can. We can. Like do when that. Forrest Gump car- No, when Bubba carries Forrest Gump out of the Vietnamese. Yeah. Yeah. Jungle. Okay. Great. You just pick him up and just run for the back back up the uh, hill to the north. Um, Pushing past, like nudging past anybody that gets in your way as you as you make your way up. Um, the others following quickly behind. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Baron, get the broom. <laughs> <Get the boys. laughs> Prepare um, the marionette string. <laughs> no, we we tie one leg of his to my leg, the other leg to your leg. You know, we walk along. Yes. That's how they do it in the movie. <laughs> I'm going to try and like bust through the doors and I think I'll be so exhausted by the time I kind of got to the top that I'd just be screaming for the abbot and I'd kind of lower Ismark down onto outside the gate and just be banging on the doors Abbot! Abbot! Uh, yeah, yeah. So you, this is when you're really realising just how exhausted. That was an insane... You, you managed to make it up that... Um, path like cutting up the hill in certain parts not following the path specifically um, finding any way that you could to get up uh, as quickly as you possibly can and your lungs are just are on fire with the amount of um, exertion that you've put through and the abbot uh, opens the door opens the door to these gates and you can see he's taken his normal uh, human form um, again and he sees you um, and he, he runs towards you um, Morley, what's happened? He's killed him! Strange killed his mark! He's dead! We need help! Ah, Morley's just kind of yelling and not making 100% sense, but getting the message out there that like he's really needs some resurrection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you've, you've sort of placed him down on the ground in, in front of the abbot. Um, Bar- the Baron and Mirican and Bill... Uh, have t- are just appearing now uh, over the crest of the hill and are making their way, uh, running the last, you know, 30 feet over to you. 
Um, the abbot sort of look, looks at all of you and says, there, there are risks, Molly. Are you, are you willing for me to possibly bring him back in a broken state? Eric's going to be running up, like... Baron. Hold! Do not do anything rash! We need to bring him back, Merrick, and surely we can't... We can't go, we can't break this news to Irina. We can't have the people of Barovia see their burgomaster like this. No, this isn't... There's something we can do. We just need to take a moment. Um, and Bill... With um, things we can do. Bill puts his hand into his, his little pouch on his side and, and, and holds out... Uh, the diamond that he traded for back in Velaki. Um, and he sort of explains that he can also, like, he could use this to bring, to raise Ismark and bring him back to life um, as well, if, if that's needed. And the abbot says, there's, there's still the chance that the, the corruption of Barovia brings him back broken. <gasps> this is terrible. Terrible. Strategy just... doubly for this. We don't just need a an Ismark-shaped sack of flesh. We need Ismark, the man, and his spirit. Yes. Yes, exactly, Morley. Yes, and if his comes back and his spirit is malformed, we'll regret it, I'm sure. However, if we defeat Strahd, then the curse will be lifted, and I'm sure we can bring him back to life doing the same thing, but with less risk of a strange Ismark being brought back. Ismark the lesser lesser. I don't know if I like that. The, the longer he stays dead, the greater the pain for Irina grows. For all of us. But think about the pain of him coming back and he's has a completely different personality and is partially evil, let's say. Oh. Now I can stop the decom- decomposition of his body pretty much indefinitely but 10 days at a time so I mean That's if we do that a few times surely we're going to attack Strahd soon right? and, and, and Brian we... we leave him on ice yeah we Walt Disney him <laughs> yes we... I don't know who that is <laughs> just his head <laughs> underneath Barovia but Brian, what happens? Mm. Let's say you do this spell, and mm. you are knocked out or killed. What then? Oh, it still works. I don't. It's not a concentration oh, th- spell. <laughs> oh, thank goodness! If you die, we're fine. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can still we can still get his mark back. That's good. Yes, that's the yes. main. Thing. killed. <laughs> you still use the uh, diamond on his mark. <clears throat> no, no, no. Wait, who's who's got who's got powers to bring Ismark back? And does the same does the Bill same does. risk present itself through B- Bill, through Merrick, and through the Abbot? I didn't think it did. There would be only one way to find out. But he's strongly implying you're strongly implying that, aren't you, Abbot? Well, I he's strongly I use, implying. I use the power of the Morning Lord himself, and it still finds corruption. Yeah, and you're like zero for six, aren't you? About that. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is so good. Uh, maybe, he's, maybe he's just rolling low, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, not admit it. Sometimes the dice are on your side. And, you know, I, I, could, I could try to divine the truth of the matter. 
but wheel doesn't of wood. look good. Yes. Anyway, that's my my uh, suggestion for putting it off for a while if it's going to go badly. Now it sounds like it will go badly. Yes. What a what a blow! What an absolute tragedy. Strad has surely done this. Okay. Prevent him from de decomposing. I'm going to need a little um, sleep. <laughs> I'm not going to no sleep with him. <laughs> oh, is that that's not part of the yeah, no, sleeping bag together, nude. That's <laughs> <laughs> part of the. Oil him up, um, gets our ungent going. <laughs> I just don't have the spell prepared, so. Hmm. Yeah, I can't do it right now, but he's oh. as long as we put him in a cold place, it should be all right. How, need to, can I tell how long he's been dead for? Give me I mean, a medical. Give me a medicine check. So you set him off. Uh, he he left like this morning, just before oh, you guys. Okay. Just before okay. you guys uh, left as well. I got a, I got a zero for medicine. <laughs> Fourteen. 14. Okay, with a roll of 14, you start sort of looking into um, how he died, when he died, stuff like that. It looks to be that he, he, he was killed maybe um, only like two, three hours ago. Um, okay. and, and his uh, neck uh, and sort of shoulders are just absolutely covered in bite marks, like bite holes. Oh, I haven't even occurred to me. <laughs> Ew! Yuck! Get him out of here. No, um, <laughs> does this mean that he might come back as a vampire, or was just? Well, you don't know if there was the vampire spawns that have bitten him. If it was Strahd himself, you're not sure. Well, it looks like to be on the safe side, I would cast this spell because then he can't come back as undead. Yeah, that's not really my main concern, Brian. Uh, isn't it? No, I want him. I want the best chance of getting Ismark back for Irina and, and for Barovia and for this us. Is, this for is Ismark. the best. Yeah. yeah, I think this is the only chance. Otherwise, he comes back as a complete, who knows, you know, what, um, evil. Ever seen the uh, movie Pet Cemetery? Yes. <laughs> Ever seen the movie? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking of Dimitri's mm. son. You know, yeah. uh, he's been dead for hours. That means Bill's spell will not work on him. No. One of Bill's well, spells wouldn't work. He's got another one that would work. So he's got he's got Revivify, uh, which needs to happen within the minute, or uh, he's also got Raised Dead, which is a longer period of time. Like and hours. I might yeah. add that I have a very fun spell. I actually think it's quite okay. cute quite quirky, can give someone a new lease, an unexpected plot twist in their life, and it may reincarnate them into someone else. So that could be fun for, for everyone. Oh, okay. What's that? Sounds good. Don't I even entertain the idea. Reincarnate. And don't judge it, Molly. Reincarnate. Could be a great boon in, in one's life. Hearing. Do you have to, to have the back. body? Or do you just, does it yeah. magically appear? Well, I touch the body, and the magic fashions a new body for them of mysterious mm. origin. Okay. No, absolutely not. We can't be doing that. Also, it's weird that two of our party can bring this guy back to life, but the one who can't is the necromancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He can well, only do a, a, a bad job of it. I mean, he can turn yeah, it into well, a skeleton. 
<laughs> it's the necro part that's mm, <laughs> more of a mancer. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> necromancer. But, you know, also wizards, they can't do any sort of healing thing at all except for that one weird life transference thing that I did on Morris. <laughs> which is never, never going to do again. He's not proud of that one. <laughs> Grab my staff. Yeah. Yeah. We all remember. I like, Still possibly I my it. most favourite moment, I think. I enjoyed really it very much. Grab my yeah. staff. <laughs> my wife's transference <laughs> gushes out over onto I put him over the back, I think. Now, yeah. so just to change the subject, reincarnate. Yeah. So he could come back as something amazing and like a gnome. Exactly. You get it. It's a very playful spell and it really could reinvigorate one's entire life experience. I don't think it's to be a negative. They, re- get, they retain their memories and it's a new lease on life quite literally. So don't judge it, Morley. I think Morley would be really angry at these suggestions because he's in quite a lot of grief and thinking about what it's going to do to Irina. And he'd be like, no, you get away from him with your dark magic. <laughs> it's not dark. <laughs> Green magic. Well, I mean, I, I think uh, either way, I can put him on ice if you don't want to decide right now. And then you can decide with possibly with Irina later on. But if I don't put him on ice, your chances get thinner and thinner. Chances get thin? Yes. Lower? Yes, they do. Okay. You, I mean, they can get fat, so. Fat chance, fat yeah. Thin chance. Well, fat well, chance is used to describe a, a thin chance, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Why so chance? maybe a thin chance means it's very likely. Yeah, a skinny well, chance. There's a thinner chance. amount of chance and a wider amount of certainty. Ah. Maybe like you've got a fat certainty. <laughs> a fat certainty. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> I think, I, honestly, I think that he's screwed now. If we take our <laughs> Thanks, own Doc. way that we, we are to, we're deciding this, I'm we're really, starting to talk about. I'm being really, really being emotional, this uh, this trauma of uh, <laughs> is Mark being dead here. We all process it in different ways, Molly. I think you need to stop the rot. Okay. I think you need to do that regardless. Uh, so are we going to have a long rest when are we going to do this I can do it after our next long rest because it's only maybe 2 o'clock in the afternoon at this point okay can we put him in a box or something like that and I'll get the skeletons to carry him I mean a box is normal for dead people yeah there's enough sort of wood uh, and stuff around uh, here at this point that Bill could fashion and put it really put to his test. This uh, yeah. how good he is at this, <laughs> this coffin making. Um, mm. He yeah. sweats his way through making a coffin. Can we roll for it? We, I mean, we have to, right? We have to. Yeah. Uh, so disrespectful. <laughs> no, we are no, we are crying like, the entire time. I look. It's going to be like the Ghanaian coffin dances, isn't it? By the end of it, with a poorly made shoddy <laughs> coffin that spills open. Yeah, yeah. I would. I we would all... like to think that um, canonically, away. what's happening is that the rain is hiding any tears that are just flowing. That it's fine. You're finding it very hard to to hold back and decide on exactly, exactly what needs yeah. to happen. Morley's lungs still burning from that. That it, uh, the amount of. Um, effort he's put into getting his mark in front of the abbot and the now the uncertainty hitting um, Morley now that the abbot and everyone is explaining that maybe right now is not the right time 
I um, want to say um, Americans dealing with anger in a very unhealthy way and just like punching the ground dramatically and stuff. I feel like that, that's what she's doing. Okay. Just like screaming into the wind. We've got two screamers going on. Yeah. <laughs> and Probably. I, I've just become introverted and analytical. Ugh. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's cool. I think <laughs> Bill doing. Bill, it's what are we like a like that wet look? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he like flicks his fringe over with his hands, like yeah. And there's like you can yeah. see just a glinting blue, smouldering look on oh. his eyes, but you can clearly make out the channels of uh, tears running down his cheeks despite yeah. the rain. Yeah, and he flicks his cape out dramatically um, and drops fly off it as the camera zooms around him. <laughs> what does that mean? Drops fly. Oh, it drops. Just means- Fly drops off it. Drops fly it doesn't off drops his, fly. Off oh, I thought that was a <laughs> slang. Like oh my god, no! Like a slug drop or something. What? I thought he was like o- like opening his fly for some reason. He's no, you're ruining it. Oh. No, no. fly me like pretty fly. Like guy. No. Oh right. And in, in honor of his mark, just takes a shit behind the abbey. No. No. Oh, the Abbott. <laughs> Abbott does something. Um, we could do a we could do a survival roll from Bill. That seems to be the okay. the thing that would be like building, right? Survival. Can I, can I yeah. help him at at least? Like, I don't know. We can. It, it seems wrong to just let like one of us do it while the rest of us just stand around. Uh, sure. I mean, like, how many people does it take to build? A coffin. I mean, probably a couple. Whole village. Quite a whole village. Uh, we'll yeah, say yeah. that you can you can definitely help uh, obtain the, the parts needed with Bill. But Bill uh, rolled a sixteen plus five, creating honestly a better coffin than what is Mark's father was in. Now that you're looking at it, oh, it is that's nice. It's ironic. <laughs> it is actually better. Is Mark would have built the coffin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> He's going to be so embarrassed when he wakes up. <laughs> oh, I like it. You're talking like he's coming back. That's great. Anyway, so oh, you've built you. this. <laughs> so you've built this. Um, you've built this box. We won't call it. A, we won't call it a coffin yet. We'll just call it a, a human-sized box with a lid, <laughs> with closable lid. Yes, put him in the human-sized box. Put the put his corpse in there. Like that would be like the AliExpress name for the listing of the coffin. <laughs> Human-sized box, large timber frame. Yeah. yeah. Does it have flared? Person-sized. Corpse-sized. Does it have flared like on the down on the down bit over the shoulders, or is it just like a square box? You tell you tell me. You t- what what, what oh, would you build? tell me? You were the one who rolled a twenty-one. <laughs> Did he manage to get the flare in or not? With 21, it like... A rectangular, is it? Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's like a perfect fit for Ismark as well. And does Ismark have his greatsword with him? Is, is he going like, to have it like that with the he, ear and the blade in the bottom? He's weaponless. He's, he's, he was delivered to you completely weaponless. Oh. They just returned the body. Can we just loot the body real quick? <laughs> oh, my God. See what he's got in his pockets? I'm kidding. So, just a photo uh, of you lot. Just a. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Look, that's us. My best buds. Putting <laughs> <laughs> on the back. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like gonna... canonically shit himself as well. So he's like in a sarcophagus, right? Like a beautifully made sarcophagus. Yeah, yeah and, and, and Bill's built it so that like um, there's like little channels for his arms and legs to go into, just like using little bits oh. of wood just to make sure he doesn't like spill everywhere. So okay. it's, it's, and it's like velvet lined. Yeah, let's, say it's velvet let's not lined. go crazy, okay? All right, I, <laughs> no, wanna, I like in, I take... in a nutsh. Sorry, carry on. I just want to take this mic's jacket off it and fold it up and kind of roll it and use it as a little cushion and, and pop his head down on it and then just like move his, move his head to the side and lower his, lower his eyelids. It's <laughs> touching. Mm. You know? Okay. Could have had that jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Just I mean, you can. I mean, you and can. when no one's looking, I'm going to use sleight of hand because I'm a rogue. <laughs> and, out the, the jacket, and then I'm just going to have a new jacket. It's what he would have wanted. He was going to pay you, wasn't he? Originally. He was going to pay us in jackets, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, now. So I've got seven skeletons to carry him. Okay. And we'll make our way. I don't think there's anything we can do here with the abbot, right? Um, not really, no. I mean, uh, I think the abbot says, you know, you're welcome to keep him here if, if, if you don't have somewhere safe for him. We'll bring him to the church. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go there now. It's not going to be a pleasant ride knowing what that arena awaits us. Mm, yeah. Who wants to break the news to arena? Should be Morley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Morley bags not. Uh, <laughs> bags, oh, no. yes. Like, how are we supposed to hook up if I'm giving her that kind of news? <laughs> it's really going to kill she, my chances again. Yeah. <laughs> Every time she sees me, she's going to be thinking, dead brother, dead brother. That's not going to help. Yeah. Although, <clears throat> if we remember the movie Wedding Crashes, oh. Will Ferrell says that at funerals, women get even hornier. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay. Let me just let me just roll a d20. No, I'm <laughs> no. no, I'm not, obviously this is the last thing. I'm not. I'm not. No. I literally yeah. wouldn't allow it, so it's okay. But, um, but if it happens, player. it happens. Look, if it happens, yeah. if it's what the character, if it's written into the like, book, what's if, if, <laughs> yeah, if it happens to remind her that life is fleeting and that we must grasp every moment we have, yeah. Um, yeah. then that's what happens. Just talk about satyrs or something. Bring that up. <laughs> okay, let's go. I might, my skeleton carry this guy. Yeah, your skeletons were kind yeah, enough to bring the carriage back up. So they lift the um, the box into the carriage. Um, it's this very somber moment, this very quiet moment. There's almost a, a finality. Even, even though it's not over, there's a finality to having him in that box and placed within that carriage for a delivery to a church um, and it's very somber and the the, the abbot uh, says a few words over his mark before the, the lid is placed on top um, he apologizes profusely uh, for what's what's happened um, and he reminds you that uh, to not let this stop uh, the progress that you have already made and that he will see you uh as soon as he can tomorrow. Yes, Strad has done this to try to break our spirits, to cripple us. But little does he know, he's only fanned the embers of rage in our hearts. He'll pay for this, mark my words, he will pay doubly so. And with that, 
the carriage heads back down away from the, the abbey and down into Kretsk. People uh, have still sort of locked themselves away inside their homes, um, f- fearful for the fact that this is really the first time Strahd has made any kind of appearance inside their village. There are sort of some boos and some like shouts for you to get out of the village. They, they believe that it's your presence that has, has brought him here. Oh, well, currently um, so. Yeah. Um, Dimitri is is waiting outside of his, his house. He's very apologetic for you. He's he's apologizing for for the behavior of the people of Kretsk. Um, he talks about how he's going to help them understand what's happened. Um, is there anything that I can do for you? You could join the army. <laughs> well, you We've know... just lost just... a great warrior. Just to let you, uh, hopefully it's sunk in that walls don't stop Strad. So you really want to be safe. The only way is to get rid of him entirely. And that's what we plan on doing. So if you ever want to join, if there's a, a few people here that want to help out, meet you in Barovia tomorrow at the church. Velaki. He's passing through Velaki on the way to Barovia. <laughs> don't, don't go to the town of Barovia because you will probably be killed on mm. the way. Like his mate was. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good that like, we could just leave that to sit with him. Mm. Should we do like a persuasion roll or something? Yeah, give me give me a persuasion roll with very much with advantage after everything that's that's happened here. Actually, Can I place yeah. Um, my hand on Baron Byram's shoulder to give him guidance with his words. Oh, okay. Do I get a bonus with guidance? Yes. A d4. Oh. I rolled a three. So you can oh. add that to your roll. Here's my persuasion. I get a plus six for persuasion. Mm. Wow. You're a high roller. Mm. 28. No, 20, 20, 24 plus three. Uh, yeah, you know, everything that you've said uh, hits Dimitri quite heavily. It's very, very apparent that walls, the walls that he thought was keeping him safe um, were never really doing anything. There was no, no understanding that Strahd had the ability to just appear out of nothing, mm. let alone inside the, the village he's looked after and his family have looked after for so long. Um, there's nothing returned. There's no... This is kind of just what, what you're reading from his face. He says nothing as, as you lay out what you've said. Um, and he apologises once more for, for the reception you've had here. Um, sort of looks up towards the, the beacon and the purple light in the in the rain and silently sort of just turns waves and heads back indoors out of the out of the rain. Right, I'm just gonna call out Goodbye Big D. Hopefully we see you tomorrow. And the um, the guards the guards kind of um, uh, open up the gates and, and wave you beckon you towards towards them. I like to imagine we just hear his asshole son screaming down the stairs about how he wants like a glass of water or something just as we leave. <laughs> just as a reminder about why it wasn't a good idea to bring his mate back immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what are you stupid fuck? 
Sparkle. Yeah, he, he just hangs his head and, <laughs> and turns. Yeah. Okay, is it heavy on? Ugh. Just leave your mouth up. Uh, and with that, you pass through the gates out of Kretsk um, and away from probably one of the darkest moments you've had within Barovia recently. Maybe maybe ever in Barovia. Uh, before we continue, what are, what are the party feel? What, are the, what is the party feeling towards Strahd right now? Just uh, individually. So Morley, what is, what is on Morley's mind in regards to Strahd and Ismark in the carriage behind you, the plans that are unraveling, how how confident what's he thinking? Just a a burning quiet rage. I think it's a dangerous time for Morley, because Morley would be unlikely to listen to reason or or follow a plan at this point and he's thinking about how Strad has taken uh, someone that was close to him but also the most important person in the world to someone who's really important to Morley again with Irina. So he just wants just nothing but retribution and, like, happy to die in pursuit of it. Mm. Can you give me a constitution throne? He's not going to throw up with grief, is he? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I will, I will kind of, I'll be getting each of you to do this. This is basically... Not the IBS is getting passed on to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I just want you to do with that role whatever, whether it's, uh, it doesn't have to be right now. This is just an idea of how Morley is handling his own personal situation. So 14 plus 1 for 15. Okay, okay, cool. Murican, um, what are you, what's Murican feeling? Um, probably just hit a buzz with just angry schemes and just fantasies of just like, killing Strahd and giving him what he deserves and like just not thinking straight either just just rage clouding her thoughts mm-hmm. um just the image of of Ismark burned into her head and just like grief but also intense anxiety about like well if he doesn't get re- revived soon is he going to get revived is he going to be dead forever and things mm. like that um give me a constitution throw as well please Okay, a saving throw? Uh, just a standard constitution. Oh, yeah, I think that's only oh. a saving throw, right? So what am I doing? A constitution saving throw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We get a plus one on that because of the blessing of Argonboss. Well, but should, I've rolled yeah. quite poorly for a five plus three. So again, I want you to... The, this, the idea of this role is kind of um, how in control, how maybe how... How in control of your own emotions you are. So how, how well you're able to fight against them. So it's the same for you, Morley. Uh, 15 for Morley, 8 for American. So, and, I'll, and I'll just use that however you want to use that. I'm not going to dictate anything. Just something to help you. Uh, and Baron, what's the, what's the Baron thinking? I think the Baron is thinking that uh, Strahd is you know, really cold-blooded. You know, he's normally, in the past though, he's been kind of trying to be a class act, you know. He's mm. trying to invite people along. He's trying to, you know, cajole them, uh, manipulate them. But this mm. time, I think we're getting to him, and he's cracked. Yeah, mm. yeah he, he, he thinks it's a game until he gets bested, right? Yeah, and he's uh, he's actually showing that he's been 
broken or pushed into a corner. And so he's resorted to this kind of uncouth violence. You know, he tries to be a cool count, but... Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here. He's uncouth, that... He's uncouth, he's uncool. <laughs> Tried to be a, a cool count. Unfortunately, he's just an uncool count. <laughs> That's right. So I think, you know, I, I'm really shaken by the death of our friend, but uh, it's actually, in some weird way, is making me think that we can get him. Okay. Give me, give me a constitution saving throw. This is going to be sort of, um, your role's a bit more clear on, on the two sides. Obviously, a high roll means you're closer to that confidence about getting him. A low roll would be a bit more broken by, by Ismark's passing. This is a 19. 19. Nice and high. Do with that whatever you want to do. I'm not going to dictate anything specific, but I think it makes sense with uh, everything you've laid out. Um, what about Bill? Hmm. I, I can't he's just ask. sweaty. He's very sweaty. I might ask Bill uh, when we get back, when he gets back next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to sort of He's just anything. happy about the coffin job, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, dead friend, the coffin's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, if this whole Strahd thing falls through, he's <laughs> yeah. got an invocation. Yeah. yeah. Morning Lord was a carpenter, I hear. <laughs> 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 He got to prove his... Like, is he currently just smug and gloating about the fact that he got to prove himself with his carpentry skills? No, I think he's mourning handsomely. Yeah, yeah. What could have been interesting... What could have been really interesting is if John was here today uh, for the session, is if John was like, Bill would want to revive him now. And with Bill's inability to take no for an answer, that could have been... That could have been very interesting. So maybe, maybe it's good. I don't know. Maybe it's interesting. It's interesting. Although Bill is a very cautious fella at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah, he is. Um, how about you guys for this moment? Describe to me what the two-hour trek back to Valaki looks like. Um, obviously, screaming these two. Screaming. <laughs> screaming continue. Um, obviously, American. There's there's a uh, dozen spiders waiting for you at the bottom of uh, oh this God. hill out of out of Kretsk. Forgot about that. And then you've got yeah. About... I'd, I'd say the low constitution roll makes her a bit frazzled with them, and they're a bit confused and think that she's angry with them for some reason and doesn't go that well. What happens? What do you mean by doesn't go well? What is what does that look like? I just like? think they feel a bit scared of her. Oh, okay. Okay. They feel intimidated and and a bit frightened of like her sort of like the way she's moving and talking is just like scaring them. Okay. Um, so you yeah you get these all uh, out of their sort of hidey holes in the trees, and they're back on the road behind the carriage as you head uh, east back towards Balaki. Um, I'm just going to sort of pinpoint a few things as you as you head east you know you you move your way past the um area where the tracks you know to be werewolf tracks head into uh the tree line just before the bridge out uh on your way back the sort of the crossroads back you cross 
the bridge, move past the crossroads and see the sign towards the, the Wizards of Wine uh, winery. You continue and move past the destroyed tower on the lakeside. Um, you continue past and the partially buried were-raven uh, that was e half eaten on your way here is no the body's no longer there it's been what you think oh. it's been retrieved um, by the were-raven and his, and his friends uh, the Svelich woods remind you just with every every few minutes just the howls of these wolves from either side of you and you think back to almost perishing on the on the journey to the Argenvost hole with the with the skull um, on the stolen wagon, um, you head back. You get to the crossroads again with the bridge uh, to the east, heading back to Valaki, and just the hoof steps on the on the bridge, really cutting the silence from from within the carriage. Uh, you get to a point where the path splits off uh, and heads south to the Vistani camp, and there's thoughts of what needs to happen there if you want to bring them on board. Merican, how are you feeling about even what's her thought process in regards to the Vistani at this point and the Dusk Elves? Is she thinking about it, is it? I think probably not thinking about it right now. All she's thinking is the dreadful conversation with the with Irina at the church and, mm. and what that's going to be like. The thought of how those Dusk Elves might be removed from the servitude of the Vistani, how the Vistani might take it, what could end up being a lot of fighting and possible death yeah. just sort of is pushed aside for now with the concern of what it's going to be like when the, the doors to the church open. Um, you get to the gates and the same guards that let you out last time are standing at these open gates and uh, they wave as you as you go through. Do any of you respond in any way back to them? No, no. just a silence. And it's only a few minutes more in the carriage before you find yourselves outside uh, the church. The rain feeling he feels heavier on you at this yeah. point in time. God. The sound Imagine of it. Sorry. I'm ruining everything. Oh, Your no. monologue is so good. No, no, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say the I same. Just, I know what you were going to say. Uh, what were, what Imagine were if we had to talk to Greg right now. I was look. I was going to have Greg there, and then I just went. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I was straight off. Yeah, I was a hundred percent going to have Greg there, and then I thought better of it the more I was talking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the rain feeling heavy on you, and the, the your wet clothing just feeling like it's just adding to the weight. The weight of Barovia right now is feeling heavier and darker than ever before. Uh, it doesn't help that you've arrived just as the, the sun behind the clouds has, has set. Um, and you're left just silently, just with the sound of the horses breathing, uh, neighing, um, just left outside with the dread of, of the next moments. I think I'm just going to get, without saying a word to anyone, I'm just going to slowly dismount the wagon and start walking inside to do what needs to be done. Okay. You um, you open the doors to the church and uh, 
Irina hurriedly gets up from the pew at the far end of the, the church as she hears the doors open, like whips her head over her shoulder to see Morley standing in the rain. And she, she smiles when she sees you. She's so happy to see you at that door. Um, and that, that smile slowly fades away when she sees the serious look on your face. And she's kind of looking over your shoulder to see everyone else is there. And Bill and the Baron and, and Mirakin sort of arrive sort of at your side, just behind you. Um, and she says, what's, what's the matter, Molly? And she comes walking towards you. There's no easy way to say this, Irina. It's, it's his mark. He, he's been taken from us by Strahd. Um... She goes to say something. She's like, she cannot believe what you're saying. She goes to say no, but not a sound comes out. Not even a breath comes out as she clutches onto your jacket and just drops to her knees. Um, Her hands slipping off your jacket as she just crumples onto the floor. Uh, And then finally a sound comes out and it is just the most pained and strained cry of disbelief. Mm-hmm.